The, oh, shit, Thank can you. Pause, can we pause it? <laughs> no. Turn the football off. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's turn the football off. Mike is still glued. Look I at him. Am. This is history. Welcome to the ACC basketball. Can I underline that? Can sure. I put it in bold? Degenerates underline podcast. Underline it. Italicize it. Bold it. Can we get the focus back on the <laughs> nice. uh, the subject, please? That we have lots. Yeah, even just hearing you say that, I was thinking of like the shortcut keys on like Microsoft Word, you know, like control I, control B, ooh, and all, I can see it all changing in my head. I like that. Thank and, you. And people call me a millennial. <laughs> I was thinking of HTML markup language, and that's not even a joke. So, yeah. I feel like Guffin needs to chime in here. He's, there, he's, yeah. he's racking his brain too much HTML. for very, uh, very I'm, difficult I'm keystrokes. I'm off the clock like, here. I'm not. I'm not I don't even have a computer in front of me. This is, this is great. It's true. Oh, man, I can't believe it. The Chiefs stopped the Patriots. No, they didn't. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> what a surprise. Well, Mahomes, Guthrie, you've gone analog today, and that's Well, the Chiefs still have... I know, it is very weird. They have a timeout. Don't worry. Can we focus? Sure. ACC sure. basketball. The biggest college basketball game of the year happened. And I remember when this podcast, the inception of this podcast, I, I vouched for an angle. There's too much to cover in college basketball. There's too many games. There's too many conferences. Although Mike would like to try. He, he'd, give it a, he'd give it a, you know, a college try. We watched a big SoCon game last night. But I told you, I said we need to focus on the conference and we need to focus on the ACC. And the biggest basketball game in the ACC for the last two years, or the biggest college basketball game has occurred in the conference the last two years. Agreed? Sure. We yeah. just we just came off of another one. Agreed. For the second consecutive year. It happened Saturday night um, in an, an environment which was friendly in the beginning Guthrie and I had three TVs going on. We tweeted about it. UVA at Duke is what we're talking Are about. Are y'all familiar with our Twitter password? For Have you guys tweeted in the last uh, since Charlestown? If you ever see uh, fifteen tweets within the span of eight minutes, it's me. Yeah, you were you had one that referenced Dragon's Breath, and I was like, "Oh, Taylor's tweeting again." I <laughs> believe that I threw out a poetry reference to oh, it was a Robert Frost poetry quote. And one of you guys texted me like, Taylor, what the hell is this? Mm. And I wept alone by myself. That <laughs> nobody understood it was a Robert Frost poetry. <laughs> oh, it was Robert Frost and you thought it was a Game of Thrones quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which well, is even worse. Don't come at me with Guthrie that. Guthrie and I settled uh, up for the game. We were locked in. Mike, have you watched a game since Charlestown? Oh, uh, man. I don't want to put you on like a lie detector yeah, seat right I, now. Yeah, I've but, watched, I've watched uh, plenty of college basketball. I... I haven't, um, my body is not as engaged as it was just before Charlestown. <laughs> you see, I have that sweet relief of Charlestown, or so sweet release. Are you going to gear back up mid-February? Is that where No, gonna- I'm, I'm ready now, probably over the next couple of weeks. It's really going to ratchet up again for me. And then, you know, for the second half of conference play and then conference tournaments, which is a great time to make money in college basketball betting. And then, obviously, the the tournament. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm working my way back into it, but... It's a slow and steady He's, process. Right? Mike's has a natural life cycle where he builds up and builds up and builds up until <laughs> one huge, huge betting weekend at a casino, and then he goes flaccid. <laughs> and then we have, you know, what's known as a refractory period. This is a very long, extended penis joke that I did not intend to get into. And then he has to build back up again and again. And now we're in it. 
Oh man, yeah. That this happened. is. That's I mean, an image. the good thing is that editing exists, and uh, you know we can cut this. It's not coming later. out. Uh, yeah, uh, that's good. But let's um, talk about the yeah. game. Yeah, what a great game. Let's talk about it. You know, one possession game throughout the entire. I feel like it was like throughout yeah, the entire. Yeah, it was game. like one and a half, two possessions. Except game. for the end, you know, and then Duke just kind of pulled away. I mean, you know, Guthrie, you were our initial, um, you know, Homer. Your, our UVA Homer, that was the mm-hmm. first role mm-hmm. you filled on resident this podcast. Homer. Yeah, resident Homer. I mean, what were your takeaways from uh, from the game? Do you um, remember it? Not I assume you, yeah, so, uh, you drank quite a bit. Yeah. It was yeah. not ideal. Uh, this morning was rough, but um, <laughs> yeah, definitely not ideal. Uh, I can't remember a game in recent memory where Virginia shot so poorly. Um, mm-hmm. It's really remarkable how, how uh, like, Virginia would get open looks and they just weren't going down. Yeah, they that, did seem to have a lot of. I mean, at one point they were three for seventeen from three or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I don't yeah, know what finished. they ended, but somewhere around there. But. Yeah. Let me ask you something. You sure those were open looks? Are we sure I, about that? Yeah. I, I the saw ones them. I saw were not, open. Not a lot. I not a lot. I don't know where you're going to open I, with. I, I I'll, I'll tell you, they passed up more open looks than they took open looks. I mean, they Whoa. passed up quite a few shots. I. It wasn't the quite quite the same Mike, flow that I've seen from UVA. In your essence, let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Heading into this game, I talked with my very good friend, Chris Wright. You can check him out at thesaber.com. All fair. And I said, what am I missing here in this matchup? Seems like it's tailor-made for Virginia. Tailor-made. You know, a team who's thriving off of transition points and turnovers Mm -hmm. against a team who never turns it over and is incredible at transition defense and they pack the paint and they don't allow a lot at the rim and I said what am I missing here and he said well there's something called isolation and that's exactly what Duke did they pulled everyone away from the pack and they went one-on-one they isoed up and it worked it was it worked like an absolute dream Mm -hmm. and my friend even you know brought me back to a, a game years and years and years ago when Virginia wasn't really Virginia. But he's like, do you remember when NC State killed Virginia in the ACC tournament with C.J. Leslie in the high post? He's like, high post players can destroy Virginia. And that's exactly what happened with Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett. They were in the high post, they attacked, and they, they got him. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm, CJ Leslie in the high post is like secondly. That's, that's the stuff my dreams are made of. I still think about that. Anymore. Yeah, Richard Howe. Talk about a refractor. That, team as well. that, that man, that, that team was was something else. You're about to give me a point number two. Though. Was it Woods or was it Wood? Who was was it Woods? I think it was singular. Scott, Scott Wood. Yeah, I think it was Scott yeah. Wood. Scott Wood. Yeah. No yeah. S. Yeah. yeah. Secondly, when Virginia had the ball, what did the devil do? He always has a plan against Virginia. I he agree with you. He always has a plan against agree. them. Mm. He's like, okay, you know what? You're not going to shoot threes against us. We're going to give you driving lanes and see if you can get it in there. And you know what happened? The driving lanes were available, but you had players like Ty and Kihei especially, when they got close, it was almost like there are footsteps behind you. Mm-hmm. No, really. Mm-hmm. Like if you rewatch that first half, I felt like a lot of Virginia's drivers, DeAndre Hunter excluded, and maybe Kyle Guy excluded because he got a lot at the rim, felt like there was somebody coming right yeah. behind him to swat 
you know, just Absolutely. swat the crap out it's of the like, ball. It's like in... So uh, they so like, you're not, yeah, you're not shooting threes, but no, you, you might hear footsteps. Totally, totally. It's like in Dust 2 when you're rushing B, <laughs> and you're like, wait, where where is the CT team? And you're, you're crouched down in the shadows, and then you hear these footsteps. They're flanking behind you. Right. That's Usually, what it was like. That's 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 exactly I what it was even like. Understand that reference? <laughs> it's, it's a Counter Strike reference. Oh, okay, got it. I, I'm kind of I'm I'm scraping the bottom of the I barrel know, here. You're branching out. I yeah. enjoy that. You're broadening the audience. Yeah, place. there you go. Well, I totally agree with Luke. I like before this game, my idea for how the ball, how UVA would play on offense, was that they would take advantage of Duke, kind of like that. The Man, defense that Duke has been playing has been really good, but I thought UVA could take advantage of it. And you saw when like UVA, they did against Virginia Tech. Yes, I was going to say when they played Virginia Tech, they ran the curler off the screen, the pin down screen, and then sometimes you would have the immediate pass back to like the flare guy passing it. They would just like a ping pong mm-hmm. pass back, and they got tons it's of a open boomerang. Threes. Boomerang, right? They got ton- uh, Jordan Sperber has some great stuff from earlier in the year about the mover blocker offense from Tony Bennett, and they. Uh, like UVA exploited Virginia Tech on that so much. So I was like, oh, great. That'll just happen again. They'll get tons of open looks from Duke. And Duke did a really good job denying the ball to the cutters. And they they did what Luke said. They jumped out and forced him to drive. And UVA actually scored a lot driving. I mean, mm-hmm. Kihei Clark excluded. Like, he missed that sitter, which was tough. But, uh, you know, it's why you could get the announcer saying things, like, near the end of the first half. Like, oh, UVA is actually shooting, like, 60% or something, and yet they're still down do you think, four or something. Do you think Guthrie and I heard the announcers in the event? No, but we I, I'm watching? just saying that's what happened. Like, they were, they were shooting a very high percentage, but they were not. Do you know how much, you know, alcohol and yelling was involved in our Sure, sure. Okay, just like but I, and, I, and I think Duke did a really good job of that. And then on offense, I was amazed by how well they actually spread uh, UVA out and how well they were able to ISO guys. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's easy for you guys to kind of talk about what what led to Virginia losing, but what why outside oh, here we of go. here we go, you know, isolation basketball? Why do you think that Duke was able to win the game? Well, let me put another point on the board. Well, unless Guthrie's ready to chime in, um, Duke defensively they were they were not playing a zone, but they were also playing a zone. Well, they did play zone. Not really. They played zone for part of the second half. Yeah. I no, think no, I think you're mistaken. I think they switched so much it felt like a zone. I think Coach K said in an interview after the game we played zone because a little they, bit. Were, they were tired. A, a little bit. Not the no, I I'm gonna have to go watch. And it threw the Virginia tape off. It was like a curveball. No, it was, it was they were switching everything. So everybody was on a man, but it was almost like they weren't really tracking men that hard. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. that makes sense. Okay. That's what I saw. Yeah. I'll have to go back and rewatch. But so you think defensively, Duke gave played a really yeah. nice game. I think yeah. they did. Even, yeah. even though they yeah, gave up seven, really did. I yeah. thought they played played nicely. Yeah, with with the loss of Trey Jones. Yeah, and obviously also offensive rebounding was a huge factor mm-hmm. in the first half. It didn't seem to be as big a factor in the second half. Guthrie, you're about to say something. Uh, I was actually going to bring up rebounding. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was my biggest concern at, at halftime. Was uh, it really did seem like Virginia was actually playing pretty like pretty solid defense on the first attempt and then like it, there would be a breakdown at some point like you would have uh jack salt rotate for to like defend or maybe like have, be a, act as a rim protector on a few a few attempts like when zion or barrett or whoever was going to the lane and then there would be no one to rebound on the weak side like that that yeah. happened a lot 
Yeah. And, and especially when you're creating um, good offensive possessions in isolation, that is always going to lead to offensive rebounding because yeah. somebody's going to come off and try to help at the end. Yeah. Um, and you saw it even late in the game with, uh, you know, Jerome getting worked over a little bit by R.J. Barrett. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there were points where Jack Salt tried to come over and help and couldn't, and then easy glass cleanup uh, for Duke guys. But yeah, man, I, I came away like pretty excited for Duke and pretty excited for the second game in the series. I, you oh, know, that's up. that's okay. one kind of like downside of college basketball is that you don't get to see these teams play a fiver seven-game series, but mm-hmm. I think in this case we'll see these teams play three total times. I think they'll play again in the ACC tournament at there's some no point. Team, there's no um, two teams I would rather play a five a five or seven-game series than these two. Yeah, yeah. And it's just great. This, it was great college basketball There's going to gonna be buzz about Trey Jones playing in the second game, but I don't completely buy that he's going to turn the needle from the performance they just laid out. Yeah, I mean, and I, I guess, do you think he'll be back in that soon a time sure. period? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I mean, he was... Um, he was but, practicing, you know, right? My sources, yeah. Uh, he was he was, practicing. I mean, it'll was, certainly yeah. make a bigger difference that it's in Charlottesville this time. That'll be the yeah. So what, yeah. is it going to be Virginia by? I think they'll be like two? three point favorites. Yeah, probably. So the exact yeah, opposite. I think it'll be the exact. They'll opposite. start as which, one and a half point favorites and move to three. And which a half. that was yeah. one of the bigger line movements I've actually seen in big a big time college basketball game this year. To see it move two points and move two points kind of late, you know, it opened at one and a half, and then. You know, within the last few hours before tip, you know, not even the morning of, the morning of it was still at one and a half. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, by like noon, it had moved to three and a half. So I, I'm wondering what what triggered that, you know, big two-point move. And obviously the best part is that that was like a huge issue, <laughs> a huge story because it yeah, was, it was a four-point game. And so DeAndre according to Hunter, Vegas Mike, Virginia won the game, right? Yeah, according Virginia to, won yeah. won the game. Nobody understood opinion. that tweet. Yeah. Everyone was like, what? Yeah, I yeah. tweeted it out. <laughs> Buzzer beater by DeAndre Hunter. Here's I was my, so, I was so stoked. I'm so stoked. I'm so interested in this. Stoked this and is, stacked. I mean, I think Virginia might have a slight, and I say slight advantage next time around. And I'm not saying from the home crowd. I'm saying because the chess moves. Mm. What's Bennett has a lot of responses that he can throw out. I don't know what Shishetsky would do differently than what he did well, two nights ago or last night. Speaking, like going to chess moves, even though, yeah, this game has a ton of talented players and there's always like iso ball. I kind of felt like Coach K made the better coaching adjustments oh, than Tony absolutely. Bennett. Oh, sure. absolutely. I thought he was I, I would agree. But I'm saying the next time around, Bennett can do a lot of things. He yeah. can double a high post just randomly. I mean, I know that's not really part of the system, but what if that happens? Well, Secondly, okay, stay with me. Virginia, when they had the ball, I think they'll run a lot more triangle action, which they did not do. I was shocked they didn't run that much triangle action. I, I still have to go rewatch the tape, but I didn't see much out there. And that was their bread and butter against Virginia Tech. That's how they destroyed them. So I'm interested to see that move and what happens at the high post. Well, Mike and I were watching this, and Mike said something to me like, oh, I think, why aren't they making adjustments? Or I don't understand why Bennett is not doing this. And I said something like, I think it's the ultimate, like, Tony Bennett flex. You know, he's just like, I'm going to run my guys out there, run the system, and you just can't stop it. And uh, I think Duke obviously – Duke really limited it, and I was impressed that Coach K on offense basically changed the way 
he cut out a lot of their bad habits. They Duke is not a good three-point shooting team, and they shot a lot fewer three-pointers when in other games they like get into bad habits. Of Barrett just, like, didn't shoot very much, which was the best thing. Did, yeah, he did not. He's hyper-efficient. Going, going straight to the basket, like off a roll or just with the ball in his hands downhill, that's what you want. You don't want him shooting. So I, I And they changed that up, yeah. and I think that's that, coaching. That Syracuse that's coaching. game leading up to the UVA game was the best prep that they could have ever had because, you know, they had Zion playing out of – you know, free th- around the free throw line for most of that game, he became even more comfortable than he already is in that position. And also, Duke struggled so bad from three. You know, whatever they took like thirty-five threes and yeah. hit like six. Yeah. You know, they were they just were recommitted to attacking the paint. Where you know, you guys had mentioned earlier in the year that UVA was a little bit weaker in the paint defensively. Um, they turned it around in the past month, but still. Um, Best, anyway, it's a great game. Yeah. Best not to take anything away from UVA. I think they got to come out of this feeling pretty positive. Most yeah. outstanding yeah. moments yeah, of the game. Yeah, they covered. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They covered. Even they though won. They were, everyone's like, oh, it was a two-point game. They were down eight. Pretty close. I mean, I, I The don't most know, exciting yeah. three yeah. minutes of yeah. the game were when Jay Huff was involved. So you had the Jay Huff um, throwdown, and then he had the drive, pump fake drive stuff. He swatted Zion once, and then Zion came back and got him and threw down over his... Oh, God, yeah, oh was, he got him. Was, yeah, the best was, part was that, that Jay Huff kind of lured him into it, too. He almost he challenged him. He didn't fully close out the drive on the fast oh, break. Oh, he was baiting him. Yeah, he baited him to dunk it. I and, love that. Uh, yeah, I mean, good, I shot, good for Huff. Shoot your I, shot, I, Jay Huff. But, man, go, yeah, he I was about I think I own 70% of the stock, and I think I've increased that. If anybody would like to buy a little bit, I might sell just a tad to some folks. I love that he was trying to bait Zion into dunking because he thought he was going to block Zion and he's like, oh, yes, this is it. This is the Jay Huff moment. This is a coming out party. We're here. We've arrived. I thought he had a little bit of a coming out party with the two-step from the three-point line one hand yeah, stuff. The, the yeah. glider. Yeah, that was insane. I mean, dunking from outside the paint is always impressive to me. So yeah. anyway, yeah, that, um, that was pretty great. And it's but. also strange to see somebody who gets uh, five minutes a game to be, you know, so confident. But uh, anyway, I'm yeah. I'm irrational. I've told that I told that to Gus when I was on the screen. So, so I mean, he's to- got shoulder hair. I mean, you know, any guy that's got <laughs> hair on the backside of his shoulder, you just know he's just beaming with confidence. He's like ninety percent. Oh, as, as a man, as a man that has many many hairs on the back of his shoulder i appreciate that comment jaffe thank you you're not even wearing a coat and it is cold outside yeah well that's i'm a- in a tank top but <laughs> yeah that's right I think that's enough on the game of the year so uh yes yeah, yeah, i just wanted to wrap, wrap this up with just um you know let, let's put this in some context with the acc so are we all in agreement that these are by far the two best teams in the acc yeah, like no. It's not even close. No yeah, question. I may enjoy watching UNC most of all. I mean, I just really love Kobe White's game. Um, mm. But yeah, mm. I, I think that Duke and I, UVA are, on are the White. most uh, the most consistent teams in the ACC, and will be for the rest of the year for sure. sure. For sure. sure. Yeah. If either of these two does not finish in the top two, it's probably because it was unbalanced schedule. I threw it out there, everybody. Okay, <laughs> just. Just for all the Syracuse is coming. All right. If they didn't lose to Georgia Tech, they would be your ACC leader. And I think they're going to be about nine and one here in about two weeks. Well, you know what's going to happen soon, Mike? They're going to they're going to pull the dump truck to the middle of the floor. It might be at some place like heck. Did they play at Notre Dame or at Wake Forest or at? 
Do they have a return trip to Georgia Tech? They've played at Notre Dame, I believe. I don't. I don't think that they've played at Wake Forest yet. I'm gonna find one real quick. We're talking. Oh, it's gonna happen at Pitt. It's gonna happen at Pitt. They're gonna pull the dump truck, the zoo, and they're gonna sit down in mid floor and just completely maybe take a dump, and then they're gonna turn around the next week and win at NC State. So it's okay. Yeah, that's a Syracuse. That Pitt team is tough. I, you know, I've gone back. I'm not hating. I'm just saying they're gonna dump one, but they're gonna get another nice one. It's either gonna come against. At NC State or at North Carolina or Duke again. They play Duke again at home. Yeah. They have a tough schedule. It's it's Syracuse. pretty amazing to me. So so Syracuse is now four and one in the ACC. Yeah. Um they pick up the win at, at Cameron, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um the win against a pit where they covered on Saturday. Yeah. Great cover. Uh, I, yeah, great cover. I didn't catch any of the game, unfortunately. Right. We should run down Syracuse's schedule. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's let's do it. It's, it let's is. It. It's a very interesting schedule. Miami, win or loss, at home. Win. I say win. loss. <laughs> Virginia Tech away. I say win. Yeah, I like them <laughs> against Virginia Tech. <laughs> at BC. I think they'll be they'll beat BC, but that'll be a very close game. I'm, I'll say I'm win. Looking forward to that game. Yeah, at that'll be a close Pitt, I I'm say with you. loss. They lose. They lose loss at Pitt. Oh, for sure. Florida State at home. Everybody's going to beat that team. I'm going to stand on that hill until it eventually oh. evaporates. See, I think I think they win all these games, and I think they go into that NC State game at ten and one in the ACC. Did they that beat? Would be okay. wild, wouldn't it? Yeah, right. it'd be wild. Uh, how oh many gosh. does Syracuse win? And I think win? they lose to the flying, you know, Keatses. Let me ask you something: of these games, of the toughest games on their schedule, I'm not including Virginia Tech because that's in the immediate future. I'm saying February games and yeah. forward. At NC State, Duke at home, at North Carolina, and Virginia at home. How many of those do they win? Yeah, did they I, split two and two? Yeah, Three and I think one? they'll be they'll be blessed be the fruit to go two and two on that. Uh, it'll be very hard for them. I mean, I think Louisville is going to come into Syracuse and beat them. That's a tough game. Oh, all these games. Should we talk about Louisville? Let's NC go there. NC State, Louisville, Duke, music. UNC. Louisville deserves a little bit of a bump. Yeah, they they well, do. They deserve, they deserve they a bump. Yeah. Let's talk about them. We should make Guthrie talk about Chris Mack. All right, oh, Guthrie. <laughs> I might have I might have been wrong about Chris Mack. Are you? <laughs> I think I think Chris Mack is an adequate coach. He's no longer there. Oh, wow! Wow! wow. wow. Uh, I know. Country. I know. This is this is shocking. Coming Let's just from repeat me. his name over and over again. Are I'm you ready to? Re- are you ready to rescind the fact that he's not the crappy version of Mick Cronin? Yeah, I feel like Mick Cronin actually might be the shitty version of Chris Mack. Okay. All right. That's a start. I, you know, spoiler alert, maybe they're both great coaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's not that's not no. a high take. What is this? That wouldn't make it on that would make it on the yeah, ringer.com. Really, I, I hate to say it. I still love McCronin. I still love McCronin. I'll yeah. always love McCronin. I, I mean, I think as early as recently, I mean, it's just like even a few episodes ago, I was like, Oh, I think, you know, Darius Perry is gonna get better and VJ King, I'm still waiting on VJ King to make the leap for this year. And really it's not their team. I mean, Jordan Wara, Wara put up 32 yeah, the other night. Jordan Wara has been killing it. Yeah. And, and yeah. sneak, I mean, maybe not even that sneakily, like Dwayne Sutton has been doing really well. And I, I mean, it's it, just. I understand. It took you a while because yeah. I had said Louisville's my sleeper of the year. I know it took you a while and you've been fighting it. I've been but you might as well join I've been me. gradually joining a Louisville band, okay. bandwagon. Get on. Hop one on. inch at a time. But I mean, my Louisville stock might be up for sale a little bit. I might sell a little bit. Okay. Okay. I think they do a really good job exploiting um, mismatches, like anything mm. that they get. They're very smart about it, and they have. I mean, all these 
like you watch Warrick, he's not going to blow you out of the water, but he is really good when you get him isolated on somebody that he can take advantage of. Yeah. I mean, what um, what you're pretty much getting at is that the Chris Mack offensive system is actually, you know, a, a pleasure to watch in a highly efficient way of playing yeah. basketball. Well, let me tell you um, something. Which is a huge turn from the Patino era. He's on my first team ballot right now. Wara? Wara yeah. for eight, first, team, first yes. team all ACC? Yes, he yeah. is. That's... I, yeah. Really? Are, are you gonna say Mark Keith Reed is on there? Because get out of here. Mm. You can leave the building if oh, you say that's that. That's a little tough for Mark Keith Reed. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy that he's in the top one. Clemson's gonna finish at the bottom three in the ACC potentially. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But he's, he's still the best guard in the ACC. War is one of these guys where like he's in the top 100 uh, rebounding rate in the nation, and then he's also shooting 41 percent from three. That's, I mean, that's that just is a, a phenomenal that's stat. A really yeah, yeah, that's really yeah. good. He's, like, he's like the college version of Paul Millsap for anybody that watches oh, that professional That's a great basketball. comparison. He's, he's very similar. He's crafty. Know. You know, he's not exactly like a great one on one player. He's like a one or two dribble guy, um, and he's mostly a pull up guy. But yeah, he, he's big enough to be an effective rebounder. Paul, you are giving Paul Millsap is like he's amazing. I love he's Paul like Millsap. a six-time NBA All Star. He, okay, he, I mean he's no Al Horford, but I mean he's Paul he, Millsap. I mean, Mora is a better outside shooter than Millsap's, and Millsap's has like what sixty pounds on him. I'm exaggerating for effect, but way too much. Paul got very slim he's, when he moved to Atlanta. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he's no longer oh, yeah, he's no, no longer. longer the guy that you remember from Utah. Right? <laughs> Well, Louisville might be the team of the podcast this year because we're all in on them. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I really, I, I do really like Louisville. They're they're a great team to watch. And I mean, if you look at the games they played, they don't take any really bad losses. I get to, I guess the Pitt one is tough, but Pitt's not that Pitt, bad. But and like, you know what? I go back to your segment yeah. and last time we recorded all together, which was the um, one about the line. Actually, Guthrie wasn't here, but you know, above or below the line. I've decided that Pittsburgh is the line. They are they absolutely are the line. The line. Like, I, you know, I, I was wrong. I think I said yeah. Boston College in the podcast. Somebody else may have said Syracuse. Boston College might be the line too. But they might be Pitt. Up. Pitt is definitely the line because you're not really embarrassed to lose to Pitt. I don't think this year. Well, and if anything, that just tells you maybe Jeff Capel. If Chris Mack doesn't win Coach who, of the Year, maybe it should be higher, Capel. Pitt or Better? Boston College in the league. <sighs> I would have to look at the schedule, but I would say Pitt is the better team. BC's one and four right now. I would lean, I would lean Pitt, Pitt but I think BC is actually going to finish better pretty than. Sure. Yeah, I mean they they started zero and four, yeah. but they they played like a pretty tough schedule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean the loss, I think they lost to Notre Dame, and like that's kind that's of yeah. Really the Notre tough. Dame loss was really bad. They that's lost by three yeah. to Notre Dame. That was a tough one. Yeah, but like I I I could see them. They, they have a. They're at Wake fairly, next. Yeah, they have a fairly kind of, oh, speaking uh, of fortuitous. Speaking of Wake, they're at fortuitous. Wake, which this is a good segue. Guthrie, <laughs> oh, are we going to do this? this? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I need, Boston I need College a plays at Wake. I need a second. When is that? I need a second. Uh, is that this week? Uh, it's it's in six days. Oh, so it's you on know Saturday. what? What's that sound right. I hear? Road trip. <laughs> uh, maybe we are. We going to go down and watch the Demon Deacons play? Boston College at Wake on Saturday, next Saturday. That's so right. Boston College Those tickets cannot be coming. They will have a bye ahead. Of, this is their bye week. And Wake gets Virginia on Tuesday before this game. Well, that's kind of a buy for them. Too. I bet, I bet it, Taylor. Will you look this up while we're talking? StubHub tickets for. 
Boston College, Wake Forest. Can we get four seats for a total of twenty dollars? Can we get this, toes on the floor? This is the <laughs> yeah. Oh, can we get toes on the floor? This per is also person for the under a hundred dollars. Scientific measure of home court advantage. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. StubHub is. Uh, it is the market. You know, it is real life. Are we sponsored by StubHub? <laughs> SeatGeek. Everybody seems to be. I guess that was in the old days. But. Yeah. Don't tell me. I and SeatGeek, man. They tell me the value of my own tickets. Don't tell me if I've gotten a great deal with my green circle or my red circle. You know, I mean, I, I can figure it out for myself. Anyways, um, the reason we're talking about Wake Forest, <laughs> we're we, stalling which, for Guthrie to get his uh, yeah, okay, okay. he's got a soliloquy ready. So we're gonna do. We're we gonna do, do a, love Wake Forest, but we do love Wake Forest. They are do we? the reason. Well, some of us, <laughs> some I, of us I do. Love, I've always loved Wake. Forest. And, All right, tell me, wax and, poetic. And so this is going to be the 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 inaugural Guff's dumpster dive, where we dive oh. in to one of the lesser talked about teams of the ACC. Okay, great. And this week, we're going to talk about Wake Forest. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Wake Forest, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons had a terrific week. They might have just lost by 17 on the road to Virginia Tech. Doesn't matter. But hey, they the covered. spread was 18 and a half. <laughs> That's Easy all you got to do. Easy money. Easy money. <laughs> Uh, Actually, I'm just gonna keep this going. I'm gonna keep this going. In the yeah, background. keep it going. Is that the and actual? Is that the? This is like, the fight song. Fight song. This yeah. is the fight song. Okay. Are you so, born in barn, Mike? Gosh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I assume that's what it was, but song. I mean, who you knows? A who knows? It's Wake Forest. What's their enrollment? Like four thousand? Jesus. Yeah, it is. It's a, <laughs> I don't actually don't know what the enrollment is, but it, it's it's a small private school. <laughs> it is. It's a small private school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, the the Deeks have had a great so so the Wake For, uh, Wake Forest Virginia Tech game unfortunate. They kept it like relatively close in the first half. Virginia Tech's just a better team. Did they yeah. win the first half? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, I think they, they were down like eleven. You no, know, I like so. my first halves. Yeah, you do. You do. But hey, <laughs> the real the oh, shoot, thank can you. Pause, can we pause it? <laughs> got they so excited he forgot who they played last yeah that's, who, true. Who, oh, that's no, true not who they played last who they got their last win against right so so they they lost to virginia tech uh yesterday saturday but but really the the reason that we're talking about wake the forest we're here the taping I, a podcast it might have been it might have been the peak of of the of the season honestly when they picked up the win at home against north carolina state and my goodness, I've never seen I've never seen like so many shocked faces that were like also so incredibly happy. Like everyone that was yeah. in the arena against was, a against the North Carolina, the state of North Carolina team. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's even more important. And, absolutely, and absolutely. even worse of a blow if you're an NC State supporter. For sure. So mm-hmm. we should have we should have given uh, some kind of uh, PSA before this segment, like NC State fans, please skip ahead, <laughs> you know, three minutes or whatever, because they probably are not enjoying this. Yeah. But hey, Wake Forest Demon Deacons, congratulations! Yeah. This is the high water mark for this season. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I saw Childress, Childress was celebrating on the court afterwards, like yeah. they had just won the ACC. Did, did he have right. on the score he's table? Like, he's like finger gunning to the crowd, you know. He's like waving a towel before the before the handshake line. I was like, oh man, what what's happened? I, I I honestly thought like I was like, man, if I not really not been paying attention over the past couple of weeks, like is Wake Forest like three and one in the ACC? And no, I went back and looked. And 
was like, their, was it their first or second win in the uh, that was season? their first win. <laughs> first win the- also, this is the quietest. Ta- like, I mean, no this is the quietest Taylor's been in, in Sorry, the last decade. I, also, I was looking up Jalen Horde draft projections. You're very I, upset. I wanted to know if he was going to leave. You're upset. Which is a big so, deal. So, so, yeah, he's he's he, he's going to be a Jalen Jalen Horde draft projections. I feel like there's a there's a chance like he he would. Certainly play in Europe. And Why wouldn't you take the D League ever? Like whatever happens next year. Yeah. Meanwhile, true. I talked to my friend, our good friend Lauren Brownlow. You can check out at WRAL Sports, and she said she was a disappointed mother, Taylor, for NC State. Are you the disappointed father in this equation? Are you disappointed uncle? Uh, How disappointed are you? I'm more. I see myself more as like a disappointed mother. I'm a mama bear. Um, <laughs> so you, you both are no disappointed mothers. Yeah, I see myself kind of as like Sarah Palin in that one presidential campaign <laughs> slash Reese Witherspoon in Big Little Lies. Everybody check it out on uh, HBO. Good show. Oh yeah, season two coming this yeah, year. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, yeah, who's in that? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, but I was looking up Jalen Horde if he's going to go to the draft. Looks like maybe he might because he might be at the end of the first round, and you should go. Um, but I think Wake the they also beat Davidson at home earlier in the year, which is a good win. Yeah. Um, and they the main strength of their is it. Yeah, that's a is good win. It? Yeah, definitely. No. Yeah, that's a solid Davidson win. has been one of the biggest disappointments they, they in mid-major basketball. Have Thank you, Michael. Th- you yeah, know I'm, I'm paying attention. That is, yeah, that, yeah I am, I'm, that just tells me you are gambling way too much. <laughs> <laughs> if, you know that, if you know that Davidson has been a disappointment, because they have been. They're solid. <laughs> uh, so, so the other thing, like... You have to you have to really like the play of certain players. Um, uh, yeah, they have, they have lots of talent. How do you Hort, appreciate the the French Wake connection? In this game, that's right. Hoard and and Olivier Saar. Um, no, I'm not making a reference to the Gene Hackman movie. There is a real connection there. <laughs> Sorry, I, I really, I really wanted to work that in. Literally, too far. you, can, you we cannot far. find anyone else that's talking about Wake Forest. <laughs> like literally, if you're like looking for that other person, you're like, oh, let me pull that Wake Forest like hype train. You're just like, you cannot find so, it. So like, I'll also say, I'll, it's true, it's true. But we'll we'll spend a couple more minutes on Wake Forest because again, okay. I think I okay. think that we've we've witnessed we've witnessed the high watermark for the 2018 2019 season. It's going to be... Wait, that was it? That was yeah. it. The, the, the NC State. The NC oh, State. This is, this is a great time to have this pod, Exactly, though. exactly. So, Childress has been fantastic, I, I mean, Childress say. is their guy. Yeah, yeah. Childress He pulls the great. strings. Yes. Yeah, he great. has a really, really did you, great Did you actually see rating. in the NC State game where he actually did the... Uh, did the crossover pull step back uh, that his dad oh, yeah. did? Yeah, did yeah. you see that in the game? He did the exact same one from the exact same point in the floor and drained it. I think over like Torn Doran or something. Mm. A nice little step back. Did, did he have the like the subtle like get up? Yeah, he, no, no, uh-huh. he, he did. He did. But I, his dad, like still wearing like an oversized suit from the '90s, was very right. proud. I feel like I feel like that's a requirement to be a coach on this 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 staff. Like there's, a, there's have a an oversized meme. suit. There's a whole meme. I was checking out the the uh, the golden black forums and there's a meme that's like running rampant through the forums the wake forest forums about how danny manning doesn't know how to like buy a suit that fits (laughs) and it's like it 
I I never put it together really. I, I guess I have that. terrible yeah, fashion sense or whatever. But his, his suits are way too big. Yeah, yeah. Like he's yeah, a big are. guy, but yeah. his suit still like could fit an extra, you know, yeah, an extra Danny, Danny Manning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just tells me he's a little uncomfortable with his body. But you really want to get tight fitting, okay? It doesn't look like you're trying to hide something. Baggy. Well, it's as I've mentioned there. on a there previous podcast, as I've mentioned on a previous podcast, the looser the clothing, the more you can see. I mean, the thing. Well put. I was always like a big Danny Manning fan. I think I was standing for Wake the past couple years. You know, the bloom was a little off the rose this year, but watching the NC State game, so I I was looking at how they get their points. They get to the line at the eighth highest rate in the nation, so that's really good, but then they just are terrible shooters. Like If you look at their yeah. two-point and three-point percentages, yeah. other than yeah. Childress maybe, wow. none of them can shoot. Oh. And oh. Yeah. And they really? they are terrible on defense. But watching mm. the NC State game, I thought they did a really good job, especially in the first half. They uh, were playing in a zone, which is not what they normally do. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. kind of like forced NC State to take a lot of bad shots. NC I State feel like took so many like it's maybe, awful threes. It's maybe the best matchup for them in that respect. Like yeah. NC State will take a bunch of mm-hmm. long contested twos and, and NC threes. State, but they they, they want to like turn you over and get out in the break. And actually, one of the things Wake Forest does well is they take care of the ball. Yeah. Like, Childress, Childress is, has been great. Um, so, the only other thing I really wanted to talk to touch on to talk about... Oh, you're uh, not done. Well... More it, ammo. Really, we, going, we got more ammo. Circling Part back. Two. Circling, music. back <laughs> circling back to Danny Manning. And I, I think... And the GoFundMe that I urged Taylor to start, but he probably didn't do it yet. <laughs> I, I think it's. I thought you, I thought you no. were going to say the GoFundMe for like his tailoring service. No, the yeah, he probably <laughs> needs one for that. He's, as he's well. no Jay Wright. Come if on. I ever encourage you to uh, Jay Wright and his tailor, he loves mentioning his tailor. Yeah, he does. He <laughs> does. Ta- I'll get you in touch with my tailor. Like every yeah. halftime interview. So my tailor said, uh, you know. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Sorry. No, no. It's. I mean, it's it's relevant because I mean, in addition to the ill-fitted suit meme that was all over the the Wake Forest forum. Probably the most prominent thread was the Danny Manning credibility watch thread, and I had Ooh. I had my my you know I took my time perusing that one. Right, right, and it, right. it was a lot of a lot of you know disgruntled <laughs> Wake Forest fans. I can imagine are, you stumbling on this thread with like your laptop like literally on your lap as you're like reclined, and you're just like hoo gooey, <laughs> and then you're just like pour over for the oh, next two Mike, and a half hours. If only you knew. <laughs> if only you knew. I'm going to start to re- referring to my Taylor as well, but Taylor, you're going to be my Taylor, okay? Can you be my <laughs> Taylor? Taylor? My Taylor, Taylor, my Taylor. I'm Taylor, Taylor, my Taylor. No, regardless. Um, so, da- so we, my, we, I zoned I, out I, until yeah. the French Connection reference came, and then I decided to get back in my seat and think about things, but you guys were on a roll, and then I zoned out again when you guys continued oh. talking about Wake and NC State. But continue, if you have so a me, couple more thoughts. The only thing I wanted to talk about was Danny Manning's job, and like he, he has to be on the hot seat. Like this, this what's, is, it, what's this, the buyout, $18 million? I don't know. I think it, it's eighteen. It's a lot. It's yeah. It's, it's a absolute crap ton, wow. and I I don't think he's going to last in, through the end of this year. Like it's either going to be he's going to be fired. Don't they have after money the, at Wake Forest? They have money there, right? Yeah, that's come on. I think they have serious mm-hmm. money. Yeah, they got money. They got, they got they a lot of money. money. But I, I I like I think this is it for Danny Manning. Mm-hmm. You think? Yeah, yeah I think no, I, 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 think I definitely it. agree with you. I definitely agree. He so, is the ACC coach to get fired this year. Yeah, I, I of all yeah for sure. Um. Yeah. Are there any other candidates? They don't what have any five stars committed. They wouldn't, they wouldn't fire Larry yeah. Nega, right? 
No, Brownell just got an extension, so no. Yeah, I used, to, me, I used to love talking about when they would fire Brownell, and yeah. now I guess they're not going to yeah. fire him, but they should have fired him. <laughs> oh, let me ask one more question about Wake to Guthrie that we'll post talk sure. about. This is a little you know, service, news that you can use, if you will. So if I'm going forward, maybe I'm not expecting Wake to like you know beat, knock off some of these guys in the ACC. They're, cur- your- they're currently a 200-to-1 uh, favorite for winning the NIT, by the way. Oh, Oh, if you're looking for suckers that, bet for that kind but of anyway, yeah. what what should I look for in a team that they're going to have an easy time covering against the team? What should I look for like as a recipe? Yeah, like, to, are to you saying like, are you saying like who can they actually match yeah. up with? Yeah, the who do, ACC? who's a good matchup in the ACC that they're going to cover against? Oh, because so, they're going to get high spreads against everyone because no, everyone's just true. Yeah, every, everything yeah. should and be double digits. Yeah, guys, it's been 14 minutes. We're we're still talking about Wake. The, the, this <laughs> is my favorite podcast episode. Let's keep going. Uh, so actually, the Virginia Tech game I thought was was a a pretty good spot to take them. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually kept it competitive at some points in the like for a big chunk of the first half. They'll beat Miami so, at home on February. You 26th. really hate Miami. I actually I think I think it's a pretty good matchup against Miami. Like okay. that zone that zone is not going to get busted by the shooting of likes and but correct me Guthrie if I'm wrong I've spent too much time that, that was the first days. time we're, they showed that sync. particular type of zone we're in complete sync right now what, against that? NC State correct me if I'm wrong that's the first time they've showed that particular type of zone against NC State I, you right? could be right about I that so. I, yeah Mike Savis we're talking about the Wake Forest zone can we please get mid-major minutes oh yeah. <clears throat> it's time I'm glad that you asked I've actually been, I was thinking about mid-majors as you were <laughs> A friendlier, As you friendlier. We need a friendlier um, bump for this. All right, yeah. so your mid-major update for this week. You're on the clock. Mid-major Give minute. It to me. Um, we're gonna go to the American for this <laughs> one. The AAC. Um, you know, outside the scope of the Power Five, and a team that to me is not getting enough credit are the Cincinnati Bearcats. Now the Cincinnati Bearcats oh, were a team does last that year. Count? That doesn't team count. This does count. This was a team last year that was projected by like most Cincinnati to fans be in the final that four. That they're a mid-major. It's like, this saying, year, it's like saying Nevada's your mid-major. This year, team to watch. nobody's talking about them. They're unranked. They're sixteen and three. This team is a final four team, and nobody's talking about them. They were projected to be in the final four last year. They lost a couple draft picks. This year, I'm telling you, they're clicking on all cylinders. I really like what Brooks does for them down low. I really like what Jennifer does for them. Jennifer. Um, and Broom at the guard positions. I'm telling you, you can't do better than gambling on Cincinnati all month. Time is up. Um, can you, I tell you why I love that one? You need to stop trying to make so much money, Mike, and start watching more college basketball. <laughs> no, can I tell you why I love that one? Is because I knew as soon as I saw him like open his notebook of notes and like I was peeking over his shoulder to see what the team would be. As soon as it was Cincinnati, wow, Guff, you really are in a tank top right now. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, wasn't kidding. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, everyone's gonna roll their eyes at this. But for someone who like loves the smallest teams in college basketball, like Mike does, it's the most blue blood, like old school thing in the world <laughs> to be like, oh, Cincinnati, yes, you know that school right on the border with Kentucky, small, not a great basketball team, mid major, okay, you know, it's like the, oh, it's so great. I this is it. complete evidence that Mike is slipping. He's slipping. No, he's just going against the grain. No, he just no, wants I'm to telling take. you, I'm telling you, you guys have got to keep your eye on this team. I was waiting for like Air Force or something like that, but I didn't get it, unfortunately. So. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, all right, all right. 
I'll do better next week. I'll do better next uh, week. But this is actually when it's this like is actually late a February and you can see another trip in your your like horizon. Like the trip is so far away from me right now. It, so, it is. It's like a good six weeks for me. Right can, can we can we talk about Cincy Cincy for a second here? So sure. I've Are, I've watched a couple. Chuck at Cincinnati. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I just I want to I want to dive into this a little bit. Yeah. I, I I love my boy McCronin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I I want to like Cincinnati basketball this year. I yeah. really do. I did last year. And I it watched didn't work out for I watched well for me. their opening game where they got schlacked mm. against Ohio State. A not good Waxed. Ohio State yeah. team. And this is an Ohio State team. And an Ohio State team that was formerly number one in the country per net rankings. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, continue. I mean, I, I don't think this is a good Ohio State team. Mm-hmm. I think I think last year's team might have been better. But they, they got absolutely waxed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, to play? Me, did you see him play Ole Miss? I did not. Still, I did not. I mean, I mean, that's by far their most impressive Cincinnati win. Cincinnati waxed Ole Miss. And Ole Miss is the bell of the ball right now. You know, yeah, as much are. as I like, I'm a huge non-conference man, I'm starting to think that November games, you can't pay too much attention to. Everyone says you can't pay attention to any of the non-conference. I do not subscribe to that theory whatsoever because those games matter. Those yeah, games have knocked the Syracuse matter. Orange out of the NCAA tournament yeah. before. But... There is something to be said about November games, so I'm gonna, yeah, I'm I'm gonna give McCronin and Cincinnati the benefit of the doubt. But we need to go into another topic, okay? Let's. I appreciate your in. skepticism. Let's do the LATS again from now until March starts. Okay, I'm telling you, Fair there's enough. value there. All right. All we right. need to talk about this North Carolina team because I don't know what's going on. It's a Balzania fest. It's a Wonk fest. It's a. Miss shots fest and then make shots fest. <laughs> it's a non show up in the first half fest. It's a somehow get some late points and backdoor cover fest. Mm. What is happening with this team? What is going on? I mean, I-, I was about to bury them and then they've won the last two games. So that's something, right? They, that's they something. Eked it by, eked by uh, Notre Dame. And then they. Did they, they really? I mean, that game really didn't seem in doubt for me well from a cover standpoint six, i was six point I, game. i'm involved with a friend of ours a friend of the program who you guys are familiar with dave and he was very involved in that that spread so i was watching with him i never thought north carolina was going to lose the game mm-hmm. but they were definitely in doubt for not covering the second half right. which is what he had but and then they turned around against miami and then guthrie was involved in this one and it looked okay mike listen to me mm-hmm Miami's up three points. Mm-hmm. There's 16 minutes left. Yeah. The live line is Miami plus 230. Yeah, something like that. Plus 230 money line. Yeah. 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 And they're at home. This they're is at home. Co- Coral Gables. Wow. Not, so a ter- not a terrible play. Right. Guthrie did it. Yeah. Didn't work out. Not, no, it didn't. Wasn't good no, shot. Wasn't no. close. No. But he, <laughs> they, they, made, they made a nice little run at the end. And I thought, like, you know, well, I mean, maybe same, I'll have a shot. Well, right. the same thing happened a week they, ago. They covered the against Louisville. The starting same, line the of same the game exact position was occurring for Louisville. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that did not work out. No. And that was at home. That was in the Smith Center. Right. Right. The ding dong. Yeah. I think I remember you picked UNT. See, this is a thing. I have Luke no is feel known for, I have, to hold a grudge. I have no feel for UNC. When he's burned on a spread. <laughs> you were on the record. You don't go into the ding-dong and, and come in and, you know, 
You don't mess, uh, yeah, well, hold them to the a single, single digit yeah, spread yeah. and all this. No, I was just saying you don't go in there and win if you're a road team. But right, that's out right. the window now because Louisville right. won by 20. They did. I don't I'm know saying, what to think about don't, that. Don't be burned yeah. by that. Um, they're, they're a talented team. They're a little confusing. And it is what's hard about North Carolina is that everything in, in that program is run through the point guard currently. And since Kobe White is kind of coming into his own – you don't quite know what you're getting. I think uh, they've kind of abandoned ship with Nasir that. Little. I think that uh, you know as much as as much as he was hyped coming in. I don't. I I don't you know, see it. I don't yeah, see it happening. It's just it's tough I, to see where his game fits. You know, is he like he's a scalabus yet this year? Except maybe worse. Yeah, he might he might be worse. Um, you know, you just you, what I want from Nasir Little. I want him to be awesome defensively. Or something like that, and he and he's not he's not quite doing that. But the emergence of Garrison Brooks has been huge, I think, for North Carolina. Well, Cameron Johnson was an unconscious yesterday, mm. and that's mm. why they won. That's true. Yeah, every three that went in was a a tiny dagger into my heart. Mm. Yeah, and even my even, hopes and dreams. Even Luke May has been playing um, a lot better over the past. I few don't games. necessarily agree. Yeah, with that. he played well against Miami. Not he against had 14 points. He was 7-11. Not against Louisville. He was awful. <laughs> that go game. back to the Louisville game. Again. Was, what three games ago? They who did they play? They played Notre Dame in between. What was the stat line there? Uh, he Pull wasn't up. as good. He was 14 points again, but oh, he's much less effective. I'll give you a badge after the podcast. He's he's not he's not a uh, first team All American. Do you want to pull up the Louisville? To no one's surprise. <laughs> anyway, I don't know how to feel about North Carolina, so let's talk about North Carolina Virginia Tech. I think I I'm in a good place for Virginia Tech. Yeah, they are the solid team this year. They are. They're the rock solid team. Mm-hmm. Might not get either of the big dogs, Duke or Virginia, even mm-hmm. though they have two more shots at them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're going to take care of business. They're right. the TCB team. And I like that. I'm okay with that. I like that. Yeah. And I, I actually like them tomorrow night. I'm sorry. I was trying to, I started this conversation with Guthrie to throw it around. And I do love it when they're these, you know, very high profile games, which uh, could go in a variety of different fashions. So, yeah, so and maybe, Guthrie's like, oh, I, so I don't know, that's, man. That's <laughs> like I, another. I don't know. I'm like, I like Virginia Tech. They're going to get four, right? And he's like, oh, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> that sounds accurate. That sounds accurate. Yeah, Guthrie, you know, Guthrie's greatest asset to me is like bringing us back down to reality. As I'm like, like waxing poetic about, you know, NC State, for instance, and, you know, saying that I would take them to be in the Elite Eight. You know, Guthrie's just, you know, shakes fist at cloud, as Taylor would yeah, say. Yeah, like, I run into Guthrie's room sometimes, at, like the crack of dawn. I'm like, hey, do you think we could, like, not pay rent and just try this? What about the... And he's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe. Wait, why does it involve compromising your housing? Like, why can't you just... It's an, exag- why can't Mike, you it's an exaggeration. Why can't you still pay your rent? Well, you know, it's an exaggeration. Uh, you know, so you guys we'd have like... To, we'd have to go to some venue. You, obviously, do you, know. do you like both like Virginia Tech versus UNC if they're getting four? If they're getting, four, if they're getting four, let's assume they're getting four. They're two top fifteen teams. Do you do money line? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't take the points. Well, yeah, some I, people I did do... that with Virginia, and it, you know, mm. the spread actually yeah. played into effect. Yeah, I, I mean, it's easy to say this now, but I, I, when it was minus one and a half Duke, I would have loved to have taken Duke. Man, what about three and a half? I probably would have taken UVA. 
<laughs> it seemed like a one possession game to me, which it was for most of the game. But yes. it doesn't matter. Anyways, uh, but yeah, if they were plus four Virginia Tech or plus five, I would definitely be money. Yeah. yeah. I can even Who see it. The points? They're a perfect matchup for North Carolina also. Yeah. They're yeah. going to, they can outrun them if they need to. Mm-hmm. And North Carolina can't really defend the perimeter very well. Mm-hmm. Can we all agree on that? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be bombs away. Yeah, they're they're not a great perimeter defensive team, and and obviously the rebounding is is a huge issue for Virginia Tech. So um, that'll be, uh, that'll be the really? question on the other side. Is it really? Yeah, I don't think the Blackshear is a great rebounder. I mean, anyways, they they have guards that can rebound, but I don't think it's their. Strength. I love Virginia Tech here. I'm even more convinced just thinking about this. But right yeah, now. that's With the, the thing. Three point threes, shooting. threes count more than twos. So yeah, I I could see why you would like Virginia Tech. I am not on that train. I'll be on the North Carolina train. Are you really mm. doing this? Yeah, to me? yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. No, do you, no, Michael, Michael. It's one of those situations. Michael, to me. Where I look, look at it look across at me in the, the eyes. board. Yes. Are you just? Are you doing this to be conf- confrontational? <laughs> it's such a personal affront to you. You're if, like, if I, I had brought up this game and said, "Who do you like?" I know you would have gone on. Let me tell you something, Virginia Tech. Perfect matchup. They're uh, going to do great in this game. And I just, I don't know. Do you I'm, really believe in I'm North Carolina? I'm 100% sure they will beat Virginia Tech. By five. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you just say yeah, you liked sure. four points? Like yeah, 10 seconds? Oh, okay, four, five, six, eight, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I, would, right. I, would take, I would take North Carolina. Well, it's Big Monday. Big Monday's back. Yeah, that's right. Big Monday. Yeah, that's, it is. Let's have a round of applause. I'm excited. Big Monday is great. This, this, is, this is going to be a very entertaining game. Mm-hmm. I Now that we're talking about it and like diving into the nitty-gritty a little bit, I I do say I have to, I I do like Virginia Tech in this in this matchup. Well, why? What, Thank I mean, you, what Catherine. is it from Thank like? You. Thank you. What is it from Alexander hey. Walker and from Justin Robinson on the perimeter? I mean, what is it that you expect to see there? Even is Alexander it, is it Walker Blackshear? cannot be stopped by anyone. That's yeah. true. Yeah. No one. Like, That's who's, true. Who's going to guard him on North Carolina? I I have a hard I time mean, seeing. I it. would assume Virginia like, couldn't stop him. I would yeah. assume it's going to be Kenny Williams. He's known as their best perimeter defender. Okay. That's, I'm just telling you, that's yeah. who that's who they tout as like a source. Well, so if if Virginia Tech runs their like traditional motion offense, like where they do uh, dribble handoffs at the top of the key, and then just and like either slash or then kick it to someone in the corner, mm-hmm. like North Carolina is going to get eaten up by that. Like mm-hmm. th- they cannot stay with the quickness of Jerome Robinson, Alexander Walker. Yeah, tell him. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's it's. Do you think good. Kobe White's gonna be able to defend Jerome Robinson? The the Get real, out of that, that the real is reason, a big question. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a big question. Huge, Can we cut him off? Huge flag for me is is Kobe White on defense. But the real reason I'm taking this is because Virginia Tech forces turnovers and they get out and run. But when they when like that doesn't happen, they don't. They're fine. They're fine with like a slow pace. Yeah. Totally fine. Totally comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Completely new. Completely new uh, team this year. Like yeah. from a from a it's tempo also, standpoint. From a from a that, offensive. I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned standpoint. that because it's a perfect time to talk about a completely new buzz this year. I've been waiting to talk about this for a long time. <laughs> He's reinvented himself Last again. Year Last year was the ha- he has hair. Buzz has hair. This yeah. year it's I'm going to wear glasses and be mild mannered, mm-hmm. serene, Clark Kent, intellectual, like not you know. Walk to the handshake line. It's like meander, stroll, mm-hmm. snail walk to the handshake line. A very yeah. 
intellectual he's probably, handshake. He's probably on that CBD oil or something. He's he's <laughs> like a lot a the, lot more mellow than he, he really something happened to him. He's been watching Marie Kondo. He's I will say this: I still have this against him. I was at I was covering the Virginia Virginia Tech game. It's an eight o'clock tip. It's not a seven o'clock tip. Yeah, it was a late game. Yeah, he took he takes I should say takes about forty freaking minutes to get to the podium. No, I'm serious. Okay. And that's a long time. I TB, mean, what's your average time to podium? Tony Bennett goes to the podium. He's done. Like, we're we're sitting there held hostage for half an hour. And I'm trying to go watch the end of the 9 o'clock games. And yeah. I'm held hostage. I'm yeah. like, what do I do here? And he comes out in the t-shirt and gave not even buzz answers. He's he's in a new answer mode. He gave, he didn't have the, you know, he didn't have a, cut off like Guthrie's wearing right now, which I've seen before in a press conference where he's showing off a Mighty Mouse tattoo with a basketball. He, you know, came in with the t-shirt, gave the blandest answers ever. And then halfway through his press conference, I said, I got to get out of here. I cannot believe I waited around for this and I'm missing the end of the nine o'clock games for the bland answer. So he's reinvented himself again. Congratulations. Hmm. I like it though. Intellectual. Not I giving too. anything away. I like his new look. Yeah, he's got a chameleon. Yeah. He's no longer the bartender, blackjack dealer, you know, burgundy vest wearing, right, flamethrower. Yeah, I mean he he's got the look of a bag man. Um, we're used to now. He's no longer a bag man. He's more of like the the boss now. So good for yeah. him. Okay. Mm. Well, the UCLA can, job is yeah, gone. He can he can outsource the bag man. <laughs> <laughs> the UCLA job is gone. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> So what else do we have next week? So you've kind of like you've dipped your toe I think into well, we got the big Monday game. That was that was the main one. Yeah, we've talked about Syracuse, yeah. right? So what what are the games for next week besides the uh, what's good on the Wednesday? The Virginia, games. T- yeah, what's Wednesday? Have we Tuesday Clemson at FSU? Oh, oh, the, oh, the game Ugh. that people are just dying to talk about. Can, can I, can <laughs> I claim, it's huge. Can I claim <laughs> FSU victory yet again for for being not not high on them? Yeah. Mm. I, I would say not high on that was assessment. <laughs> so are they had three losses now. They no. are one and four They're at in the, the bottom, ACC. They are tied with the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Yeah. Virginia, Duke, Pitt, and Boston College are their ACC losses. I yeah. mean, I could easily see them winning their next three though: Clemson, Miami, Georgia Tech. I'll be, bet you a thousand dollars they don't win their next three. Whoa. Well, I don't think showstopper. Ready. I don't think you're ready for that because <laughs> I tell you that Miami away game does not scare me. The Georgia Tech game. Oh, is did only you watch the Miami at home game from the Donald L. Tucker Center? Because uh, Guthrie I and I watched every I single did. minute of that game. I did. It was closer than it should have been. Um, That's a rivalry game, right? In Florida, throw the stats tough. out the window. <laughs> Are they going to win at Syracuse? This. Uh, God, I don't know. I think Florida State is one of the five worst teams in the ACC. Wow, they are. Wow, they are. You they guys. are. They are terrible. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna say it. They're terrible. Yeah. Thank you, Guthrie. Their offense is. Let's pass it around and wait for one of our. One it, of has, our guys it hasn't to shoot. been good lately. It's one of the. They're kind of one of these teams, and I kind of feel it's like, okay. They'll be in the elite eight. Well, yeah. Don't I, you worry. I kind of yeah. feel. I was just looked at their schedule from last year, where they had like nine ACC losses and they made it to the elite eight. But throughout the season, we're pretty highly ranked by like Ken Palm. It's one of these teams, which I feel like UNC is kind of like a version of it this year too. They pick up a bunch of losses and they get some good wins, but they always look good in the metrics. And I like still think. Florida State is a very good team. Mm. 
Um, Do and you I, now? Yeah, and I, it's a team that okay. I would love to take in in the right chances, like well, covering or something. You know, mm. certainly in the over. I mean, I think, if, it, I if think. It's, they're, they're not play they're not bottom five in the ACC. If it's a five or six point line against Clemson here, you know, on Tuesday, do you know how awful it is to root for Florida State in a game? They're like, I don't know. Say they're five point favorites at home. They're down by two. They're, they're throwing up threes and they don't hit the rim. They just hit the backboard and then they they get the offensive rebound. Kamaji goes up for a dunk. He misses the dunk, which is well, gets I've fouled. never seen anyone miss as many dunks as Kamaji. Love you, Florida State fans, but you know I'm right on this one. The ball ricochets back out. Um, Kofor picks it up, um, charges into a defender, and then, yeah, that's a blown possession. That's well, Florida State I'm, basketball. I'm glad in you brought show. up Kofor because that's the problem is that they they've been adjusting to life with Kofor, and I think it's thrown them off a little bit. You know, I think in particular guys like Terrence Mann that were more aggressive earlier in the year. Um, are deferring a bit to Kofor. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to find their legs. Uh, Cobb Gelly's really struggled over the past month. He was um, good against BC, right? He was Guthrie? unbelievable against BC. Yeah. So, so That's it, true. It's, That's it's true. interesting you, you, you bring up Kofor because he did not play against Boston College. Right. So I think that did play a role because, I mean, one of, one of the ways to kind of exploit BC's defense is just with st- – Straight up size, yeah, and lacking lacking kind of athletic forwards that can get into the paint um, that you might have in Kofor. You also have you, you're missing his shooting ability. Those those are those are big things to miss against a team like BC. Mm-hmm. So I think that did play a role. Cabin Gelly might be the only bright spot actually for me oh, in, I on the Florida think, State roster. I also think the one of the problems. I don't know if it's because it's the adjustments that you're talking about. They're turning the ball over at a really high yeah. rate, and it's really bad. And like the two guys who are nominally their point guards, right, Trent Forrest and then David Nichols coming in sometimes, mm-hmm. are both turning the ball over at like twenty to twenty five percent rate. It's, it's really it's, it's bad. Atrocious. Your atrocious. point guard ends one of every four so, positions. I mean, you, guys, you guys are talking terrible. about you guys are talking I, I, about Florida State like they're total trash. Like no, they're not. They're a, very. I would not say they're total trash. A week trash. and a half ago, they played Duke better than UVA did. At home. Um, that's at home. No, I, I fine, agree with that. Yeah, fine, that's true. At home. at home, yeah. Yeah, they had a, they had a really good chance to win. I still think they're a very good game. It's just a very good game. I think they're a very good team. I think they, like, change one factor, and they immediately, like, become close, much closer to their projections that they were projected as, like, you know, the fourth team in the ACC or something like yeah. that. Fifth yeah. team in the ACC. So, also, I, Zion got poked in the eye. Don't forget that much. <laughs> <laughs> That was huge. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a good point. No, so actually, if you go back and listen to the tape, that's that that was basically my take from whenever I last recorded in studio was Florida State just they don't have a point guard. Like they have a bunch they, they of people don't. that they don't. They kind of get pigeonholed they're into trying, they're into trying bringing to bring the ball. David up. Nichols into that, but he's yeah. just too oh, aggressive. No, he's no, not. Yeah. He's not a pass first point guard. Right. Right. Which you know any any guy that goes to the, your local gym to play pickup basketball, if you do not have a point guard, anybody that even resembles a point guard that can dribble it up the floor and, and pass it with any efficiency, your team will lose consistently. Call so, call my boy you know, Vito. Yeah, he still haunts my dreams. That's yeah. a callback, but you know he could play. He could start for Florida State. I'm pretty sure. All right, he was boys. That good. So you know so, what I'm talking about. Florida, all the, all the uh, Florida State hosting Clemson this week. Dejan heads oh, out there. What a so what? Oh, no. Six what point are, line. Florida State are six oh, point favorites. Six point no. favorites at home against against the, the flying Marquis Reed. Did, oh, Clemson, that's so did tough. Clemson turn a quarter? So tough. Did they a little bit? Or see, I was about. I had a Georgia Tech. Um, 
essay that I was going to present to the the Rambler Rec. Georgia Tech oh. next week. They've been they've been playing some real good basketball. Next and week then, we can tease our Georgia Tech. But segment. you guys weren't available mm. last week, so I couldn't give the essay. And then they just dogged what, two games in a row, so I can't do it anymore. I missed uh, my Georgia Tech. They, they had some guys. Oh, they haven't. Hurt. They I haven't. They haven't hit their high water mark yet. Well, Pastner's safe at least after this much, right? Sure. For so one only one coach could get fired, and that would be if the Wake Forest fraternity. Danny, Danny Manning is going to get fired. You think so? I yeah. don't think he's going to get fired. Yeah. He, Can the fraternities gather that much money? And, and That's a good question. <laughs> um, I, I still like. I I think I like Clemson to cover here, but Florida State will win the game. Yeah. Mike, can we talk about how bad your Notre Dame and Fighting Irish are? Sure. Let's do it. All right, you start. <laughs> <laughs> They're one and four in the ACC. They're yep. eleven and, and seven overall. Mm, yes, that sounds right. They beat Boston College by three at home. They did. That was a huge win. Big Good win. Job. Huge win. It is, yeah, that's a rivalry. Really game. happy for them. Huge win for the above the, and below the line. That's the Catholic <laughs> League right there. That's yeah. a church league. That's important. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind they lose to Georgia Tech coming up on. Tuesday. Tuesday. No Tuesday. doubt. Wow. Tuesday, a red letter oh. day in the ACC. If Notre Dame's favored in that game, then bookmakers need to check themselves. They're not. They Georgia I, Tech is looking to be three point favorites. Okay. I'm going to take Notre Dame right there. Really? Go yeah. for it. So what 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 do you like about Notre Dame? Uh, yeah, against Georgia Tech. You're going to have to think hard on this one. I think they do everything well except put the ball in the basket. <laughs> They're well coached. Which is, which They're is young. <laughs> Unfortunately. They're young. And you know That's what they say important. about putting the ball in the basket. <laughs> uh no, I just I I'm going to repeat ad nauseum the thing that I always say that I think I stole from Mike, which is that um you know, the Mike Bray system still works. I think Georgia Tech is a team that Maybe aside from James Banks, they can't play offense to save their life. Mm -hmm. And they are like great on defense, elite defensively. But I think Notre Dame has the ability to move the ball around well enough and to get some looks there. They just can't shoot worse shit. But I, I kind of like yeah. DJ Harvey. But, but I, I kind of yeah. no, like I Harvey. like all the guys like individually. Mm -hmm. You know, I just oh. he's a short shorts guy. Yeah, which, are you okay with that? Oh, absolutely. Multiple, that may, makes him even higher in my book. I'm, I'm of the me. OG Ananobi tribe. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Chase Jeter only roll up one leg? Have you noticed that? He only goes short shorts on one leg. I don't watch Pac-12. He needs a little bit of airflow. <laughs> he, just, just, just a little bit. He's a just, former ACC player, so that's why I brought him up. I'm super but. glad that you brought him up because we almost broke the streak of mentioning Chase Jeter in every single episode, <laughs> which I love to do because, you know, I'm a big I'm a big Chase Jeter fan. Well, good Anyways, news. The streak is still alive. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we're going long tonight. Is this a good time to segue into this week on conferences? Guthrie and I were talking about this earlier today. Uh, sure, yeah. totally unprepared, yes. Yeah, let's do it. The Big 12. Is anyone good in the Big 12? No. Thank you, Mike. Next question. Mike, Mike. <laughs> Michael and I finally agree uh, on something can, for the first time. You cannot that. find a team in the Big 12 that's consistent. Yeah. yeah. Who will win the Big 12? Taylor, you're on the spot. Uh, I mean, I love putting you on the spot. I... <sighs> There's one correct answer here, Taylor. Yeah. But it's not UCLA. No, I, <laughs> I guess I'm going to still say Kansas. 
Yeah, I mean that's that. You, yeah. you have to say. You, like, I really want to pick somebody else. I want to pick the yeah. Texas. Oh wait, did you, be Texas the, Tech. did you say the Big Twelve yeah, or the Pac Twelve? Big Twelve. Yeah, Big Twelve. Oh, the like, yeah. Big Twelve. The Big Twelve is much better than the Pac Twelve. Oh, yes. <laughs> True. Well, Iowa State, State is good. Shayok, Facts let me tear it up. Mike, do you think I would start a segment saying, is there anyone good in the Pac-12? Do you think I would start I, a segment for the I, public, which is common knowledge? Well, there, is, there are like one or two good teams in the Pac-12, or so the Big 12. They? No, I'm saying the Pac-12. Iowa, Iowa State and Oklahoma are and the Texas two, Tech. two great teams in the Big 12. And Texas Tech is good. Oklahoma uh, has been I, reeling, my friends. I don't really. Texas Tech is last year Cincinnati. Mm. What do you have to say about Oklahoma? I don't even know what to respond to. deep. Oklahoma recently has been an they struggled, absolute they struggled train wreck. But that game against Texas was a good game. I'm in on Texas. They're my dark horse. Literally, last time we recorded here, I think you burned whatever carcass was left of the Longhorn. <laughs> <laughs> the reason and I did back. that. Back no, I can tell you, I know the reason that you are. The reason I did that. Some, tell us how much you love. You play some rogue bet on. Tell us how much you I love. I did that <laughs> because that was when I was in full North Carolina mode, and I've since not been in full, oh full North Carolina. Oh, I see. Mode. So that's yeah, the see. reason. No, that's true. Yeah. You know what? When I was in Florida last, there were a bunch of uh, there was a Portuguese man of war outbreak. This should be a segment. That's just, say, that's just a last. side note of, of, uh, of how the tides can change. The jellyfish, mm. not the 17th century sailing ships that once marauded <laughs> the ocean. I said that to Mike, like in the moment, I thought I was so, it was, I was very pleased with myself. Yeah, no. It really kept me going for like at least 24 hours. And Mike just stared at me like, what the hell are you talking who, who is this person that I associate with myself? With myself we we got Kansas, Iowa yeah, State for Big point. Monday. Just, just why not throw I'm tomorrow? I'm so proud of it. I'm still proud of it. We got Kansas, Iowa State. For most of you listening to this, unless you live on the West Coast or you know you stay up late at night, it's today. But Kansas, Iowa State. At, at Fog. Yeah. Oh. Also featuring a large, uh, you know, got Shayok in it, former ACC He's transfer. He's killing it. Yeah, he Crushing has been it. it. He's I, been freed from Tony Bennett's system. I, I actually, I think Iowa State is like a pretty sneaky good team no. this season. They, they, they have like had some surprising results, and like in addition to Shayok, I've, I've liked what I've seen. Well, not them. even sneaky. Well, they're they got 14th little... in Ken Palm. They're very good. I mean, <laughs> they need... just beat like whipped Oklahoma State, beat and Texas they... Tech, maybe the best team. They in, dumped in a Baylor and Kansas State. I think Kansas State is good. I mean, though. the most impressive win on their resume is not Kansas, and it's not Texas Tech, and it's not Illinois. It's Drake. It's Drake. You're goddamn <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it Drake. Is. That is. I'm so glad you said that. It is. Drake. The, the team, not the popular musician. <laughs> I, have a, oh, yeah. I have a little Drake story to, to tell you after we're done taping, okay? Because <laughs> I, I now have I, I've got some bad feelings against Drake. Give, give me Iowa State against Kansas. I love five, it. Yeah. Five points. Yeah. Let okay. me let me parlay Iowa State. Iowa State spread What's and the, the over. The what is it? One forty. Why don't we do a double dog parlay between Virginia Tech money line My and God. Iowa State money line? Let's do it tomorrow, you and I. Without structure, we're just throwing around a lot of terrible stuff right now. A lot of <laughs> terrible, terrible, crazy yeah, betting that's, ideas. That's that's where I do my best work. <laughs> no, no, we're previewing right now. What else is happening next week? Well, I mean, I, I'm ready. I'm ready. Give me, give me three more games, Mike. You've been. <sighs> Have you have you made like a, a a Mike tweet? Here's who I like today. Mike Randall's like owning you right now. Is you got to get on his level. Is he tweeting out his picks every yeah. day? Yeah. Oh. Like every day. You're like once a every two weeks. Yeah. You got to get on it. 
Anyway, it'll improve once we get into February. I do believe in you when we get to February. Can we talk about the game mm-hmm. of the week? What is that? Which is... Uh, tomorrow, Virginia Tech, North Carolina. We well, okay, yeah, it. that's great. But also Thursday, NC State at Louisville. Oh, that is a good game. That is, oh. a, that is a great Is Markel game. back? Let's uh, assume he is. I don't know if he is. He was out recently. I haven't seen the injury status. Yeah, I, I think he'll be back. Let's assume he's back because it makes it better to talk about. Yeah, it. yeah. Also, don't don't we love that we have a Thursday slate? Yeah, yeah. I'm not used to that. It's great. Yeah, it's great. I mm. love it. So who do you like in that matchup, Taylor? I'm going to – okay, you know I'm the first person. I'm preparing myself. Uh, you know I'm the first person to to jump on the Wolfpack here. I'm going right. to take Louisville. One, it's the easy one because it's at home. But also I just think part of the in, the Keats offense is that you have to live with a certain level of shots that are not like metric friendly in today's world. And I think the Louisville defense is going to make them take a lot more of those. And I think on offense, Louisville's going to – really exploit oh, wow. the fact that NC State can be if they don't get the turnover quickly on that jump they can kind of be undisciplined yeah and definitely. I, and I think Louisville can take care of the ball well enough to to exploit that what do you think it's going to be let's go ahead and pick games it's a uh, so wow this is actually much more than I expected we're thinking that Louisville will be a six point favorite I'm in six, six points. points I'm in home favorite home I'm favorite in. six points I'm with Taylor that's wow. saying on a neutral court it would be a you know a pick 'em if mm-hmm. you take six points as the right. accepted home spread, which is you know home spread is not six points. They're usually like yeah. four, four or five ish. Right? I, I give it six ish. I think the yum in the ACC is ranked as the toughest place to play, right? Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's up there. Um, I was just there last week. Six points. Talk me off the ledge and, and help me bet on NC State again. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not ready. I mean, no, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I think that North Carolina game was a huge letdown for them. I think that was a crisis of confidence for them. Um, I think Louisville's playing better than almost anyone in the ACC right now. I mean, I would agree. So, except for maybe, except for the top two. Yeah, it's just it's just hard for me to go against them in that situation. I would take Louisville minus six. Got three. Give me the wolf pack. Okay. Give me the wolf pack with the points. Yes. I, I I love I love look the wolf pack. Look here. at those bear shoulders. We're gonna rewind oh, yeah. to Monday. My, Am I on Virginia Tech Island? We're going back to the pick this game. Am I on VTI? I wanted, I wanted to talk about my shoulder Wait, here is for that, a second. That's the Virginia Tech game? Tomorrow. Um, we're backtracking. UNC three point favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Four. I mean it's four. Four. Okay. It's gonna be four. Excuse me. I am not on the island of Virginia. Yeah, I'm I'm with UNC. You're on the sea. You're in the sea. Okay. Yeah. I'm with her. The, the ocean. This game, this game is at the Vir- ding dong. Give me Virginia right? Tech. Give me Virginia Tech. Oh wow, Taylor and I have yeah. agreed on two games. Great. Got three. <laughs> I don't know what Hokies. to say. Like Hokies. Oh man. Oh, so I'm on it's the Mike's island. Mike's on the yeah. island. I'm Mike on the island, island with the Tar Heels. No, that's probably the best. Oh, dude, cash, yeah, best place to be. Cash <laughs> money. Cash <laughs> ticket. Which, by the way, I finally got the uh, check from Charlestown. Well, you know, and I we had bet, and then I oh, yeah. mail mail it back and everything. Yeah. Did, it, you, did you like it was double a, secure it? It was a handwritten check that came back to me, just like and with a note from like a lady named Joan. Were you a little bit worried? Oh, yeah, that's I, nice. I was like, oh, that's very sweet. Something. Were you a little bit worried? A lady, a strong, independent woman named yeah, Joan. Yeah. Is that? Well, I talked to her on the phone before too. She's she's an older lady. <laughs> and nice. strong and nice. independent. You can a call her a doubt in your mind about the U.S. mail system. 
Oh, You're mailing in for a grand. Oh, no. I, it had zero to do with the U.S. mail. It had everything to do with Hollywood casinos in Charlestown, without a doubt. I think they're just a little slow on the uptake over there when it comes to that kind of stuff. I would be terrified to do that. Yeah. Well, you get it secured. Well, well yeah, you just you yeah. got to send it through a certain... Anyways, it doesn't yeah, matter. Okay. Uh, Clemson, Florida State, if anybody, if anybody picks it The on ins this and outs game, of the U.S. Postal Service is not yeah, interesting. Well, we don't Jaffe. have to get into registered mail versus certified mail. I don't yeah. want to talk about that. Can I outlaw us picking against Florida State and Clemson? Can I just outlaw no, that no, game? No, no, I'm taking Florida State. Well, I'll take Clemson. Do you even? That's have all you need to know. I pick Florida State. You pick Clemson. Here's a better question: Like, what would the spread possibly be? I think we said six. Right? It's six. Yeah. Which is way too many, but I'm oh, still taking. God, that is a lot. Yeah, I'm taking many. Clemson. Give me the Tigers. They've turned a corner. Yeah. I'm I have taking to, Florida I, State. I have to stick to my guns. Counterintuitive give me, give pick. Me the Tigers. The palaces in the desert and all that kind of two stuff. One, two. Yeah. Do we want to do Georgia Tech and Notre Dame? Yeah. Georgia Tech, yes. by the way, Mike game. Jaffe is ahead of Notre Dame in the rankings. So maybe yeah. this is a rankings game. Yeah, it is. This is a banquet game. You know? I think oh. somebody said that we Did someone say banquet? Had um the guy who follows on Twitter, I don't know his name off the top of my head, said that we said that uh Georgia Tech did not have a single Division One player this year. That was Taylor. You say that every single podcast. Do I? No, yes. that was Taylor. No, you say that about Taylor. Me. You said said Taylor said that about. Oh, do I? I have no it. memory of saying it. Doesn't mean I didn't say it. Well, saying. we both played football growing up, so it's possible that we have. <laughs> There's some, there some traumatic brain injury. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some brain damage. I was not there. very good, admittedly, but I was a skilled. This position. is wonderful. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not you, Georgia Tech fans. Yeah, you were, hate Taylor. So you were unskilled at this Absolutely. Georgia Tech fans hate Taylor. Florida yeah. State fans now hate me. I'm gonna go. I'm they gonna stick with my too. guns. I'll stick. Who with hates Notre Guthrie? Dame. Who hates Florida State fans? Also, I did just say that they were trash. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, I, I like I like Notre tough. Dame best. The players, not the fans. I'm taking Georgia Tech. Mike. I'm taking Notre yes. Dame. Give me Notre Dame. I'll yeah. offer you a, a wager after so, this taping session. Okay. So Notre Dame, Notre Dame at Georgia Tech. This is on. This is on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. At. Uh, it's in Atlanta. Yeah. Two points. Georgia. Spread? Two points? What am I missing here? What is it? What, what is I, it? What am I no, missing? It's, it's more. I I don't know if it's gonna be more. I so Kemp Kem has it it's as three, three points. Line. Three points. Do you Georgia know how many Notre Dame fans favorite? Do you know how many Irish fans exist in this world? You don't think that's gonna be brought down to two? Come well, on. Maybe. I give, mean, me, I, give me Notre Dame. I, I tell Dame. you, none of them are basketball fans, all this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take I will take three. Georgia Tech three is fine with me. Yeah, give me, Taylor, give me, give me Georgia Tech. I'm so that's excited. What, that's Guthrie, what I, Guthrie thinks it should be like a seven or eight point the, line. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, parlay that with the under, please. No team <laughs> is scoring more than 55 in this game. Well, that's yeah. what I thought when Georgia Tech was playing Syracuse. And you know what? It didn't turn out. Yeah. Meanwhile, Duke is playing Pittsburgh and Virginia is playing Wake Forest. Should Ooh, we talk about these? What's the projected lines? line on that Pittsburgh game? That's juicy. Uh, what way, is that? No, it's way too much. We talked about Wake for a long time. Is anybody going to take them? Plus I, the I would take I would take Pitt money line in that game. Stop it's, it! Is it in? Is is it in the? It zoo? Is, zoo. It's in the petting zoo, dude. I like it's, I like it's Pitt in there. Oakland. They're probably it's probably a plus four hundred, plus five hundred for them. Oh, is it eleven? At least eleven or twelve point nine hundred. At least plus seven, maybe. Plus seven? You don't oh, think? Dude, but you don't I, think? I would love you don't think Capel, Capel is going to lay down, lay down, and like take it from uh, his old. His oh, old no. protege. A little big spoon, little spoon? I don't yeah. see it. No, no, no. <laughs> In no, return no, no. for, like, you know, Coach K not recruiting one of his guys, and then mysteriously he goes to Pitt, you know? <laughs> a, a four and a half star. 
No, this I think that Coach K is so grateful for everything that Capel did for him. Um, oh yeah, in yeah. all the secrets that he holds. <laughs> he, he oh, it's a blackmail. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Don't you think? Oh my yeah, god, yeah. this is this There's, is what gets Capel Coach of the Year of the ACC and secures like his it. long-term future. Give me, give me those Pitt Panthers all day, baby. All right, Pitt money line. Especially because well, this you, I, this is actually very significant pull, for the trade Jones injury. Or the projected it line. Need, it they looks need like Xavier 12 Johnson. is what we're seeing. That's not contained. enough. I'm taking Duke. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, I get it. I, I get it. it. I no, think it might actually move to more than that. I think after, It's probably going to be 9 oh, or 10, I would think. I, I would no, think it's going to be I think it would be more like 14. Like, so Ken Palm has it at 12 right now. Oh, he has it at 12. That's yeah. gonna I thought so you said I think, 7. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be it's going to be it's going to grow You wanted to take 7. Oh yeah, dude, I'm on the money line. It's just <laughs> all it is is plus a yeah. <laughs> Think seven? Are you insane? Give me seven. Oh, I oh, love yeah. you, Mike. It's I been hope too they long. do. I'm with you. Seven is the perfect range. Yeah, let's go. Why don't we, yeah, sell some points, dude. Let's, absolutely. You know, yeah. you get better odds. Yeah, I'll I'll take Pitt with the points. How can we find a middle here, Taylor? That's a good question. Yeah. Oh, you got you got it. But you got to start out with the team getting points. Yeah, to yeah. Find you got to start middle. out yeah. ahead. And then yeah. Pitt's gonna jump to a quick lead. We jump back on Duke. Perfect. Meanwhile, Virginia Wake Forest. Is this the Virginia? Mad SmackDown game, or is it the Hangover game? I feel like it's the Hangover game. Agreed. I think, I think the Wake Forest preview was perfectly timed. Yeah. yeah, 24 yeah. points. 24 points. Oh. Wake, Wake is going to cover. Yeah, oh, give no me way. Wake. We yeah. just talked about. What it. are Let's we talking it. about? Yeah. What are we talking yeah. about here? Easiest bet the of the wake, week. The Wake zone is going to cause problems. Give me Wake Forest. With this the is where Jalen Horde plays himself in the top 20 I'll take on the draft. Board. Wake, but I want the Virginia first half. Make note of that. Okay. They're no, really no good at the first half this year. Let's talk about Syracuse uh, hosting Miami. Let's not talk about the game. Syracuse, <laughs> Syracuse eight-point favorites. Uh, Syracuse has been pretty hot recently. I mean, they've actually been playing better. Um, Mike's you know, picked to win the ACC. I actually, I actually had a quite a few notes on why I was going to make an argument for Syracuse winning the ACC. Uh, <laughs> but I'll, I'll hold off on that. Um, well, let me tell you something. I don't like him to cover here, Guthrie but I like I watched the Duke UVA game with one of our good friends. Mm-hmm. Loyal listener. Very, very sound basketball mind. Mm-hmm. Patrick Scooter. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm letting his name out in the public. Mm-hmm. Taylor's familiar with him. Yes, I, I know him. He huh? said he loves Syracuse. Yes, I know him. And the reason he loves him, he's not a Syracuse fan. He says, they're all about the dark arts. Like, it's the dark arts on defense. Just we're mm-hmm. going to stand in a spot. And then we're going to take these random jack-up threes, ISO, you know, fadeaway 19-footers, and they're going to go in and we're going to win. Mm-hmm. That's why he loves them. Mm-hmm. Are you with him? Yeah. I mean, oh, why, see, why? Yeah, yeah. I mean, those, are, those are all the Pascal. things that you could love. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I still think that they Dice just battle just the mean team. They're playing fine, and I think that they will reach a level level that's higher than this. And I think that level that's higher than this will challenge the best teams of the ACC. So, yeah, so agreed. Like we expected to at the beginning of yeah, the season. Yeah. yeah, I think they'll get there. All right, guys. I think we had to end on Luke on commentators. It's time. Oh, all right, all right. It's time. I'm not gonna play this the entire time. Okay. Am I crazy here? No, I'm not going to even ask if I'm crazy here because I'm not. Because you knew I was right about the quick two. The quick two nonsense. There's four seconds on the clock. I got time for a quick two here. No, they don't. Here's my next gripe. Say a team is trailing. Down by five. I'll say it. A team's trailing. 
<laughs> down by five, but not in a commentator's voice because I don't want to offend you. I see what you did. <laughs> that was great. It doesn't matter if they're down by five or six or seven. What about eight? <laughs> what happens when a team is trailing by a lot? They go to the rack a lot, and mm. they generally are able to succeed, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So if you're generally able to succeed with layups late in the game under a minute to go when you're trailing by two and a half possessions, maybe two possessions, maybe one and a half possessions, and you go to the rim, there's a good chance you're going to make the layup, right? Yeah. What happens when you go to the rim and you get fouled? The commentators, Dan, I, I used Jim last week. I'm going to use Dan. The color commentator says to Dan, Dan, that, that's a mental mistake right there. They're going to be able to score points with the clock stopped. When the guy's at the freaking rim and he's about to lay it in, if the ball goes in the cylinder, the clock stops automatically. So what's the difference? What is there, like a half a second that takes off the clock that they're saving by going to the line where they might not make both of the free throws they might miss one and you're getting one point out of the possession instead of two instead of laying it up and in and people commentators go nuts about well that's that's just a mental mistake they're gonna have time they're gonna be able to put points on the board with the clock stop well if you're going for the shot in general if it goes in the clock's gonna stop anyway so you you are definitely on the right track and i can understand your point of view, but I think like so in, diplomatic. in 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 thinking about when I've heard that line, and man, have I heard it so many times. I've heard it mostly in the context of a team is down, you know, three three four possessions, whatever, a minute two minutes to go, and they get fouled like thirty feet from the basket. So then the mm. team is then shooting free throws with you know the I clock stopped. I feel like it happens more than just. I feel like it happens yeah, in the act yeah. of shooting a lot. Yeah. And if it's I, in the I act of that. shooting and it goes in, yeah. what's the difference? Yeah. It's actually better to foul them because they might miss a free throw. That's Luke on commentators. Thank you very much. Mm. Food for thought. Yeah. That's all I got. We'll be we'll be back next week. Okay. <laughs> I'm with you. Do, do we finish with picks? Are we are we we're, we're good with, with with picks? Yeah. For the for the week. Are we are we are we ending? Is this the end? <laughs> Find us on Twitter at ACCBBallDGens. Send us an email at ACCBBallDGens at gmail.com. Uh, like us on Facebook. Um, please reach out to us any of these various ways. Like, subscribe, tell your friends about the podcast, yeah. leave a review, all that good stuff. Slide into our DMs. Mm. This is how the podcast ends. This is how the podcast ends. <laughs> this is how the podcast ends. Not with a bang. Go with a whimper. Oh.